was something about um, showing dad how brave I am, or showing dad how fast I can run, or how, or how high I can go, or how much gray hairs I can give him. If, if, you, if you know my, my little daughter Esther, she's one of them. She gives me gray hair. My beard was per, a perfect shade of like dark brown, and now it's suddenly just the, the gray started creeping in. Esther, I, I believe, I, I'm convinced that she lacks that fear gene. You, you know, all these, all these ec- extreme sports people, the, the, the big wave surfers, the extreme BMXers, the skydivers, they've all got one thing in common. They all lack that fear gene. And I, I'm convinced she, she's there because it is just, with her, it's just 120% all the time and she gives me a gray hair. But she's especially bad when I'm watching. And she is just fearless and she just goes for it. And isn't that, if, if you've been here for, for the last six months, as, we, as we've been working through the book of Joshua, isn't that what we've been reading? How this Joshua generation, this young generation, takes ground with their father who's given them the promise that I will be with you. Be strong and be very courageous. And how they, they embrace that and they move forward and they take ground. And, and, and then I was thinking about, you know, again, how, how did we think this was going to work otherwise? The, throughout the, the Bible, we see how God uses young people and children to advance the, the, the kingdom. He uses them in key situations to bring back a restoration to the, 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 the people of God. Mary was... 14 when she gave birth to, to Jesus. Joseph was 17 when he became prime minister of Egypt. David was 15 when he slayed Goliath. Esther was 14 when she became queen and she ultimately um, brought, um, self, um, she, she saved the nation of, of Israel. King Josiah was eight when he became king. Can you imagine that, being eight and you're king? And he wasn't just some, some little boy that they just put, put a, a cloak on and they put him there, but there was somebody else. He actually reigned. Um, in two Chronicles, we read how he, every day he got more, more of a heart for, for, for God. And at the age of 16, he sought God when he saw that his, his nation is falling apart. At the age of 16, he was on his knees before God, and he, he petitioned God, and he said, God, give me the wisdom and the strength to change this nation. And he rehashed the whole nation of Israel. He changed all the structures, and he, he, take, he took them from a, 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 a guys who were, were always oppressed, and it was not going well to one of the, 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 the key nations, the strong nations of the region. We, we, we read of, of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know that they were 11 years old when they were taken from their, their, their homes. They were stripped away from their, their parents, 
march a thousand miles away to, to an, in a bond, bondage, and they were thrust into a situation where they were expected to conform. They were expected to go the, the easy route. The easy route would be, let's just go with this. There's some good food, and we can make an, a nice little living for ourselves here. But no, they clung to their God. They clung to Jehovah. They said, no, we will serve the, the, the Lord. And they went through big hardships, but they, at the age of 11, can you believe that? That somebody could, could, could be so upstanding and so, so, so tenacious for, for God. And even to a point when they, they were 18, they, 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 they were put in, in a fiery furnace, but they, they kept on believing, and God took them through that. And you know what? The, the, the rest is history, how they just kept going. There are so many examples in the Bible how kids run ahead of, 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 of us or how God uses them in their redemptive story. Even King Solomon, who is, who is said to be the wisest man to ever lived, when he, he wrote the book of Proverbs. And in the first um, chapter, he, he, he writes why he actually writes the book of Proverbs. So, Proverbs 1 verse 4 says, to give prudence to the naive, to the youth, knowledge and discretion. So we, we actually read that he wrote this whole, uh, this, this book, mainly based on, the, on the, the youth, because he saw that for too long, young people have got, uh, were given a, f a free ride in terms of they are not there yet. They're not ready to step into the, the, the big things of God. Rubbish. He, he believed that they were able to be taught and trained in God's words such that they could learn wisdom, prudence, knowledge, and discretion. These are characteristics that even many of us older in the faith struggle with. The, the point is not... To under, we, we, we cannot underestimate the youth, for they are capable of having great wisdom and, and understanding, or at least being pushed and led into that direction. It is not biblical for our young people to be relegated as rebellious, a nuisance, or uninterested. Simply entertain them on a Sunday. For that hour and a half, let's just keep them quiet, get them through this, Jesus, give me strength for this. We, we, cannot, we cannot be there. That's not, that's not God's way. God's way is to use these kids. So, parents, I, I, I want to I, I I, I, I encourage you. If you, if you read the, the last chapter of Joshua, on his deathbed, Joshua still says this, this, this promise. He says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And do you, you know what's so incredible about that? You will never be the same again. It is when you, as a family, are on mission together, when it becomes just, when it becomes a joy, when it becomes just, it is like iron sharpening iron. There's nothing like being on mission with your family together. 
And let me tell you, kids, we cannot underestimate the ability of our kids. Even in, 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 in my own, own kids, I've seen it. My, my, my children, Reuben is nine, um, Joshua is seven, and Esther is just about to turn three. Both my boys gave their lives to Jesus when they were four years old. And you, you know, know what? It was nothing that we pushed them too hard. They, both of them went to, this was two years apart, but they, both of them went into kids, kidsmen, and afterwards we were driving home, and they both said, Mommy, Daddy, today I gave my life to Jesus. And that was incredible. So we, we sat them down, both of them. We de de debriefed them on how that looked and what came out. It wasn't a, f a flaky answer. It was, it was power. It was a moment that God touched their lives, and they will be, never be the same again. They, um, Reuben was six when he got, when he got baptized. So I'll, I'll, I'll just quick, quick, quickly share, share the story. So it, and uh, jo Josh, Joshy is, is just at a point where he now desperately wants to be baptized. And he, he's, he's got a very, he's got a short list of people he wants there. He wants it to do in our pool at home. Some of his school friends, his, his close family, and then a couple of selected people here. So if you're not on the list, sorry. And, but... <laughs> Luckily, um, I made the list, but Nick and Jan is on, on the, the, the list. And the, you know what, we, 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 we laugh about that, but there's a reason why they are on the list. Nick and Jan is one of those encouragers. They have got such a Barnabas anointing of, upon their lives. Sure, I'm going so off my notes now, I don't even know where I'm going. Um, I'll, 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 talk, I'll, I'll talk about that later, but just, just re remember that. They are two people that, that shouldn't be actual, actually on that list, if you think about it. But they are because the, what they've been doing, what they've, what they've seen in, in our children, and what they've been depositing into our children. So, sorry, just to get back to, to, to explain how kids get it. So uh, Reuben got saved at four. Um, so at the age of five, we, 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 we came to church and there was, they, they had the, the pool out and he walked past this pool. He said, Dad, what's this? He said, no, that we're going to baptize some, some people. And he said, Dad, I want to be baptized. And I said, that's fantastic, my boy. But explain to me why you want to be baptized. He said, Daddy, I want to be baptized because I love Jesus. And I said to him, that is fantastic, but let's talk about it a bit some more. And he's miffed, eh? he, because when, when, when Reuben wants to do something, he wants to do something. I said to him, let's, let's think about it. We'll, we'll talk about it over the next couple of months, and then let's see. And he said, fine, but remember what you said, Dad. I said, fine. So in, in the next couple of months, every once in a while, we would, we would, we would um, talk about it. About six months later, we had another baptism, and the pool was out there, I'll never forget it, and he walks past me, and he's like, Dad, we forgot my swim, swimming trunks. I said, firstly, my boy, um, you don't need trunks, you can just jump in with all your, your clothes. But secondly, why do you want to be baptized? And he said, oh, Daddy, because I love Jesus. And again, I said, look, my, my, my boy, it's, it's, 
it's, it's, a, it's, it's wonderful that you love Jesus, but let's, let's, let's again just talk about it. I want to make sure that he got it. And what was amazing is, during the worship, usually he's busy with his books and his cards and stuff, but he, he was actually standing in worship, just like this. Just wasn't really singing or anything. He was just standing a lot like this. And then when, when the kids went out to, to, to the kidsmen, he said, Daddy, no, I, I want to stay in. And I thought, all right, let's get this. And, and Stan preached on baptism, what it was about, how it works, why we do it, et cetera, et cetera. And he was sat at the edge of his, he's five years old. He sat at the edge of, of his seat like this. You could see every five minutes he kind of wanders. You know, the, the eyes goes, and then he goes back like this. And I, I thought nothing of it, but he was quiet the whole time. So, so church ends, and everybody goes to, 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 to the back to, 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 to witness the baptism, but Reuben not saying a word. So I've got him on my shoulders because there's so many people. So we stand at the back, and he can watch over. So Drew's in the pool, baptizing all, all these people, and by probably number 10, Reuben kind of leans over to me, he taps me on the head, he said, Daddy, that, that water looks cold. I said, yeah, of course, it's, it's not, a, it's not a, a jacuzzi, it's not a bath, it's, 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 it's going to be cold. And he goes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then, then the next guy gets baptized, he said, and he taps me on the, on the head, he said, Daddy, it looks scary, all the people watching. I said, it is, it's a big step, and it's a big step of, to show people that um, I am, I'm, you know, I'm making a, a big step here for Jesus. And he said, but I could feel his rigid like this on me. And then Drew, Drew said, right, this is the last guy, he gets baptized, is there anybody else? And Reuben taps me on the head like this, and he says, Dad, I want to be baptized. I said, my boy? Why do you want to be baptized? And he said, he said this, Daddy, because the old Reuben needs to die and the new Reuben needs to be born again. And, you know, I, I just, I took him off my shoulders, I gave him to Drew, and Drew said, no, you, you, you do it. So I had the, the privilege of baptizing Reuben when he was five years old. And not because it was a thing that, that he just did. He, he had a conviction in his heart. He was five years old. So we, we cannot think that we can water down the gospel for our kids. We cannot. We've got to preach the whole truth and nothing but the, the truth. We, we, we cannot hold back. And we, we cannot exclude our kids from, from the, the, the whole thing, the whole spectrum. You know, sorry, I'm just going to keep on. So, Ruben, he's a, the, a, a couple of months back, uh, it, it was in the e e e evening, and he said he wants to come with. And usually, he comes to the evening meeting because beforehand, there's a great game of football happening there. So, he loves that. So, he came with, and he played his football, and then the, 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 the service happened, and... The, some, some, somebody preached, I can't even remember who preached, but I was hosting the, the meeting, and afterwards there was a time of ministry, 
So we're up here, we're praying for people here, praying for people there, and Reuben is, is laid on his blanket in front, playing with his cars, not thinking anything, and suddenly he stood right in front of me. And he, he, he was six years old. He said to me, Dad, I've got, I've got a word for somebody. And he takes the microphone, and, I, and I'm like, oh, oh my goodness, should I, should I not? And I, I just felt, you know what? I'm just going to do it. You, you know what? He just, he brought a word for, some, for somebody about fear, about how God says you've got to be brave. And he, he said, is there anybody there that I can pray for? And that was his, that was his first person. And he said, right, you, you stand there. And he had, he had a word of, of, for healing as well. And he called it out. And he prayed for, for, the, for the, those people. The, the point is, he's six years old. And it is not that he is so special. And so the only thing that makes him special is that he, he is a son of Jesus. The only thing that makes him special is that there is Nick and Jans in this church that sees worth in him, that, that thinks that the gospel is not too big for any child. Our youth will be the leaders of tomorrow. Not actually tomorrow, of now. God is calling our young people to be leaders of this church right now. We cannot, as a church, ex um, keep ignoring them. We've got to ask them questions, and we've got to listen. Us, as an uh, eldership, actually, if, if there's a, a big thing on the horizon, we should actually ask, ask questions of them as well. Get their pers pers perspective. Look, uh, there's a 99% chance that most of it they're just going to agree with, with what the adult said. But there's a, there's, a, there's a chance that God is going to use them to speak life and truth and purpose and um, form and function I I into our, our next step. We, we, we've got to include our kids in, into it. We, we, we must be willing to encourage our young people to search through the Scriptures and be taught the full counsel of God. We cannot bail out and think that they are not ready to study the Bible or too young for it to, to, to apply. The Bible is always relevant and powerful. So I'm running, running out of time here. Um, I'm just going to touch on two things. So I was talking about the Barnabas and, and Hart, that Nick, Nick and Janet. Those of you who don't know who Barnabas was, or, or the phrase of Barnabas Hart, Barnabas was one of the first church leaders. He was one of those hidden gems in the Bible. He was not the first name mentioned. He was a confident, a confidant and a, a companion to Paul he, on most of Paul's mission trips, he went with him. He was the guy who vouched for, for Paul the first time when Paul um, had his, had his Dam 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 Damascus road encounter. He, he came to the disciples and said, I'm here, I want to serve. And they said, no, 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 no. you are Paul who's been killing us. And it was Barnabas that said, I will vouch for him. I can see what the Spirit has done 
over you. I can see what God is doing in his heart. So it was him who, who, who vouched for him. We, we need the... Sorry, let me just keep, keep, keep going a bit more, more than that. He, he was... He was instrumental in spreading the, the gospel in the early the, the days. But he had one incredible gift. He had the gift of finding and empowering people for ministry. There's no, in the Bible, there's no one who, who, who had the e equal of, of that. He was somebody who could walk to somebody and speak purpose and life into him. And, and he was, wasn't him. He just saw what, what the Spirit showed him. He saw what God had already put on, on that person. He, you, you know, the in, in, incredible fact that his name wasn't actually a Barn, wasn't Barnabas. It was jo Joseph. Barnabas was a nickname given to, given to him by the other the, 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 the disciples. And do you know what the name of Barnabas means? Son of encouragement. Now, can you imagine having that, that as your nickname? There goes the son of encouragement. Let me tell you, I've already seen so many of, of them here. Ted Silcock, you are a Barnabas. I cannot walk past that man with him just praising me and just speaking, speaking purpose into me, speaking, speaking courage into me. You know, me just standing here, do you know how much courage that, that takes? This is one, uh, what I'm doing here is, a, is, is fruit of just people for the last 25 years just speaking encouragement into my, my life. For, for those of you who, who, who don't know, I, I was born with an incredible stammer, incredible impeding stammer that I couldn't string together two words. I was basically a mute for the first 12, 13 years of my life, but... When I, I got saved when I was 24, still I, could not, I couldn't even think about standing in front of people. But somebody spoke a prophetic word over me, said that you will preach in front of many, and you will be a voice for the kingdom. Let me tell you, that is not 25, that's 15 years ago. And here's another thing, encouragement walks hand in hand with the prophetic. So that's why we, 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 we've got to be people of encouragement, but also people of the prophetic. We've got to speak into our, into firstly our youth, but also into each other. You know what, what is amazing about this? We are all children here. So you, you can't now think, thank goodness, he, he said it, only 18 and younger, they are going to run, the rest of us can sit. We are all children of God. We are all called to, to run. But it, it's, it seems like in this season that we're going in, the, the kids are running a bit ahead of us. But you, you know what? As they take ground, we to take ground. We are one. We are, we are in, in, in unity. When they are blessed, we are blessed. So I've, I, I just want to land it with, with this. Sorry, I've gone a bit over. But I, I want to de declare scripture over this, this house. 
It's, it's, it's out of Psalm 127, verse 3 to, to 5. I'll, I'll read it to you. Why don't you all stand? Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to land it here. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to de- declare this over, over us. And then from there, I, I just want to pray for us just to find again our childlikeness, finding that brave spot. Um, Lana brought that incredible word of our father is paying. So fill your boots. And, the, and this morning, there is, there's that chance to kind of connect again with that, with that brave young boy or girl that's inside you. So we're just going to pray for that. But I'm, I, I just wanted to declare this over Glenridge Glen, Glen for our, our, our youth, or for us in relation to our youth. Psalm 127 verse 3 says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are the children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them, for they will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Let me tell you, friends, the children and the youth of this church is is arrows in, in our hands. We can either leave them in the quiver or we can shoot, shoot them out. And God's called us in this season to let these arrows fly. And because they fly, we'll fly with, with them. So, uh, Glenridge, Glen, Glen let's take that. Let's, but let's, 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 co, let's partner with us in, with encouragement. Let's be Barnabas's for our kids. Let's be Barnabas for, for each other. Let's encourage. Let's, let's speak life and truth and just destiny over people. So I'm, I'm just going to pray. Why don't you lift your hand? Father God, thank you that we are all your children. And thank you because of who we are in you. Lord, you have placed us in an incredible position that we can be brave and very courageous. That we can, with confidence, we can start walking. We can, because we know everywhere where the sole of our feet will touch, you will be. So, Father God, we go in boldness because you are watching. We, we go with courage because you are for us. Father God, I want to pray for just a releasing of the Barnabas heart here this morning. Lord, I want to pray that each one of us will be an incredible encourager for the people of God. I pray that this house will be a house of just encouragement, will be a house of bringing honor to people, will be a... a, a a house where the youth will never again be pushed on a side. That they'll never be shortchanged again. That nobody will be shortchanged ever again in this church. One of, one, one of the amazing um, um, characteristics of Barnabas was that he, he, he did not let 
somebody's appearance or somebody's difference to him change his, his view. And for, for so many times, we, we look at somebody and that the way that he or she looks or dresses or does ministry, if it's not quite in line with what we is, we kind of put them aside. We, we've got to embrace it all because it's all, it's, it's, it's all part of God's plan. So I want to re release those things in the name of Jesus. I want to release that Barnabas heart. I want to release our kids. Uh, there's, there's no kids here this, um, that I can see. They've all got, gone out. But let's now, let's just for, for 30 seconds, lift your voices. Let's encourage, let's speak freedom, and let's, let's, let's release these arrows in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just, uh, let's just pray. There's 81 of our youth that went on this youth camp right now. Just pray for every one of them in the name of Jesus. All those 81 would come back, Lord. Nothing lost now. The enemy would not take what was deposited in their hearts. Instead, Lord, you would water it, and it would grow, and it would bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Lord, those are